2: Welcome to Will You Accept This Rose? A production of iHeartRadio. Oh,
4: yeah. Put wow. God, I'm
2: house. Randy. I am so Randy like it's, uh, I'm in a heat, like a tiger. You know what? I'll accept it. Do you also have toilet paper and hand sanitizer? I would love some hand sanitizer, some more pepper jack cheese. I'd like... Toilet paper. I'd like some new documentaries to watch. Um, perhaps a new season of The Bachelor. Things are really working out for me. Hello, welcome to episode three thousand eight hundred and forty-two from the bunker. My name is Arda Marine, and I am so excited to be breaking down Juan Pablo season of The Bachelor today. We are talking about on The Bachelor on. Amazon episode eight, that's also on iTunes or on the Bachelor archives. I believe it's episode five. With me today is a man who really, he did not know what he was getting himself into when he showed up to my holiday party. And I saw him and I had a glint in my eye and I thought, you, you, you need to watch The Bachelor. And I made him rookie of the year. You might know him from iCarly, perhaps you know him from Drake and Josh. You definitely know him from Still the King. Ladies and gentlemen, Rookie of the Year, Jerry Trainer. Yeah, Yay! I remember thinking, why am I at this holiday party? Yeah, and who right. are these people? That's, that's what happens to everybody that comes to my parties. Nobody knows why they're there, but then it's such a fun party that they stay.
7: It's like the field of dreams. You yeah. just you throw the party, and we show up.
2: I have to say, I do throw a fun holiday party.
7: Oh, you throw the best one.
2: I do. I throw one party a year, and there's still time for the world to clear up, so I might be able to do it. <laughs> it's, it's like I do throw one party a year, and it's pretty fun. Jerry, can I just tell you that our, um, our well, I'll do it in a moment, because I want to say, a there's a combo that you guys have been freaking out for. And our super fans, we love you. We hope you're safe and sound. We appreciate your emails. We appreciate your, t- your tweets and your comments on Instagram. You, this duo has struck a chord. Rookie of the year combined with serial killer knowledge level of The Bachelor. Ladies and gentlemen, my friend Lori, this combo not to be surpassed. Jerry and Lori, how are you? Hey, how are you doing? You know what? I'm in sweatpants, but I have clean hair.
7: <laughs> has anyone has anyone graduated to wearing jeans daily?
2: I was wearing jeans daily and then I took it down a notch and then I had to do an intervention and I've started putting clothes on, but not today. Not today. yep.
7: yep. I have and not you? worn jeans yeah. in
2: three weeks. Yeah. I put them on that's our <laughs> friend. <the> <feet>. I put jeans on the other day just to make sure that they still zipped and I'm not going to lie to you they were definitely a little tighter. Katie, how's your fitness regime going in the quarantine?
8: I'm working out more than ever to be honest because I don't have much else to do. We have an exercise yeah. bike. I have like a little I got a little like stair stepper thing. I've been taking Scout and the dogs on a ton of walks. Um th- I found a lot of walks in my neighborhood. You know, there's a lot of like stair walks in LA. And so yeah. I've been doing those and um
0: Doing a lot of yoga stairs?
8: at home. What's that? How crowded are the stairs? Nobody's I mean, I live out in like East LA, it's not as crowded, but there's no one there. I'm sure like Silver Lake and all that is a little more crowded, but out here, not o- that crowded. It's been yeah, Any I mean person
2: good. you're the only one that's gonna look better coming out of the quarantine. Yeah.
8: <laughs> <laughs> and I've been eating less because I'm like terrified of running out of food. <laughs>
2: I was at first, and then I was like, oh, I've got a lot of food. I just called cheese. <laughs> it's not good. Anna Hosnaya, how's your Hi. fitness regime happening in the quarantine? I'm not um, feeling great.
6: I'm just mostly, like, walking a lot. I have I, I can't really do, like f- – I used to do, like, those uh, video workouts, but I can't do it anymore because one time I did it and my the downstairs neighbor complained that I was making a ruckus. And now that everyone's oh. home, I can't, like, be, like, jumping up and down. But uh I go on long walks with my dog and we just look at people's homes from afar. That's what we do. We just walk we just look at people for, through their windows and wonder what they're watching.
2: That sounds about right. That tracks. Wow. Yeah. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I've been <laughs> doing bar classes online. I have been doing bar classes online, but I don't I don't think it's curbing the tide of the intake of cheese. <laughs>
9: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, just to make you feel better, I am doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't think I uh, <laughs> I didn't think it was possible, but I think I spent approximately 25 hours online yesterday. Yeah, great. And uh yeah, so not, no exercise here.
2: Well, here we <laughs> go. The people? Um and Jerry, I have to say, I'm going to just speak for myself so far. I'm not fully hating Juan Pablo yet I didn't like how he dealt with Claire after hooking up with him oh, but yeah that's gonna that, be the big combo right that's yeah, gonna be yeah, the that's it but aside I'm from that you. aside I'm, from that and as we told you they used to go to really pretty locations and I yeah. feel like you it's not just the badlands of Australia you're seeing what it used to be like yeah Vietnam is awesome South Vietnam. Korea is awesome South Korea is awesome. So here he goes, Juan Pablo, he definitely likes to whisper when he talks. He goes, I've never been to Vietnam. I can't wait to see what this country has in store for me. And the the ladies pull up on a bus and they go, we love it. Vietnam, nature, waters, trees, sun, beautiful. We're at the Intercontinental and they had a funicular that had a little rice boat on it that took it down to their houses. And I wrote down, amazing. I wanted to go on that funicular. Jerry, what did you think of that? I don't remember that. Great. Lori. <laughs> Wait, what <laughs> happened? It's like, there was like a thing like, like, when you know, in that uh, Wes Anderson movie where it's like a tram that goes, like, it's like a little. Like, yeah, the little pedicabs? Yeah, but it goes down the side of a mountain. It's like a track. It's like oh, they had um, this little tram that was shaped yeah. like a boat that took people down to their like hotel suite.
9: Huh. Yeah, these these locations are so epic. I, I I feel like this is one one of the best seasons in terms of travel. It's
2: so good. Yeah. So they and I noticed this, in, and Anna and I have been texting each other. But I don't know if they got them in South Korea. But I do remember from 2014, and I'll probably say this in every episode going forward: the ladies all seem to all at once agreed to wear a lot of loose knitted cotton scarves around their necks. Yes. Over their tank tops, lots of scarves. Anna,
6: they love a good um, summer
2: scarf. 2014, that was big. You guys a year. are keying
6: in on some
7: stuff that I. This is where I think I'm just a dude. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not. I didn't notice this stuff. This I, you far? and
9: me. You and me both, Jerry.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. So then they go, so they go, and Andy has a monogram necklace that I wanted in 2014 on, and Renee finds out she has a one-on-one, and it says, are we the right fit? And she's so nervous, it makes her hands hurt, and she's been waiting to kiss Juan Pablo. I I was very nervous for her, because she kept talking about the kiss, and I thought, you've got to play it a little cooler. Like, if you keep asking or begging for a kiss, it's like... A boner killer. Like you have to act confident, and I know that he's being weird in particular because she has a son, and like her eight-year-old is going to be watching The Bachelor. But like, like I was nervous, Art- that she was going to lose her game about about the kiss. Yes, Jerry. what
7: game? That's the whole problem. This is and, and stop me if I'm jumping ahead, but this I feel like that what you just mentioned about the kids and Renee and the ki- and Camilla it's, it's crazy, and Juan Pablo. This episode really has the the what does the kids mean to us? And I don't I have some bad things to say about this later, but you just said Renee and she needs to be cool and her game. I, that's my issue with her is she's so pretty and cool and I love she's, her. She's taken on this maternal role in the house and unfortunately she's playing it that way with Juan Pablo and i think that's why he's not kissing her it has nothing to do with her son ben is it brian no ben 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 uh it has to do with the fact that, that i don't think he feels any passion for her i think she I can see that. Her as a mom
2: yeah she's been it's interesting cuz she's 32 but which in bachelor universe is, is old like cassandra's 21 at this point but like I feel let's like
7: let's just say the coronavirus would hit her the hardest. <laughs> oh <laughs>
2: oh my god, god. No. I feel like she feels older than me and I am not 32. Like like she yeah. feels so mature.
9: Yes. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, she does she has a maturity about her absolutely. You know, I uh I thought it was hilarious that Juan Pablo said it's going to be a great day for her. Oh it's- my god. <laughs> What a it's, yeah, it's going to be so great because, you know, she's with me.
2: Uh, he has yeah. his, He wears his faux hawk, and there's a gong that plays. And then she shows <laughs> up in shorts and sneakers, and she's super practical. Yes. And they go, now, granted, I do get the feeling that it's 800,000 degrees and all humidity. Like, I felt like it was so fucking hot. But much like Chelsea, when she wore her little Tom sneakers, like, it's a very practical like adorable lady, a nice mom outfit to go on her date. And they go around this little town It's really warm and he gets a pedicab, but he starts biking her. Right. Which did not feel like he wanted to make out. She,
7: she even said it. She even said it at one point. She goes, wow, it didn't feel like a first date. It feels like we've known each other forever. And we're just like, we're walking around this, this new, uh, city. And I'm like, right. That's not good. Yeah. You don't want, this shouldn't be comfortable. That shouldn't be the feeling. Yeah. I mean, that should be part of it, but you should be feeling like that excitement. Like, Mm -hmm. this is new. You're together. Like, you kind of want to jump each other's bones, but you you can't just yet.
2: Yeah. 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 I think that's
7: because that's, he feels that way about Charlene.
2: (laughs) And he feels that way, I think, about Andy, Claire, and Andy, Andy. and Claire, and maybe even Nikki a little bit.
7: Oh, yeah, Nikki.
2: Um, so he's going to go get her a tailor-made dress, and he wants to take care of her. So she's super hot, and he went and bought her a fan, and he's like, she's going to look stunning. I'm going to dress her up. I like, I'm like. i going to spoil her. She's, she's a mom. It was sweet when he went. He knows how to do the things right, like buying the fan, which is why guys like that are so dangerous. Lori, what did you think? Well,
9: I mean, I thought the weirdest part about this uh, date was that when they were measuring her her bust, and he looked at her breasts and said eighty <laughs> six. <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> like well, I'm so confused by all of that. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, and then I have lots of other feelings about uh, Juan Pablo not kissing her, but I'm sure we'll get to that later.
7: He was like eighty six. No kiss for you. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> So they go and he has an actual real camera, which in this day and age, we haven't seen in a long time. And they take a selfie and he goes, let's buy gifts for Ben and Camila. So he buys a little dress for Camila and a little hat for Ben. And she's like, oh my God, this is so sweet. Um, And he goes, I can't wait to see her in that dress. She looks beautiful. So she shows up and she did. She looked beautiful in the dress.
7: She did. I was, I was excited about that. I was like, oh, wow, because those dresses are very pretty. And I was like – and she's gorgeous. And I was – that's kind of – that was my whole hope for her. Is I was yeah. like, I want her to show up and I want her to be exotic and in this sultry yeah. dress, this she sort of satiny-looking be- dress. And I want him – I want for them – I want him to feel this, like, fire that he obviously feels for the others. She and not not have- – And not have it just be like, oh, we're on the same page because you're a mom. Let's get presents for our kids because I only see you as a mom.
2: Yeah, I agree with you. And she looked hot. I was so happy. What did you think, Lori? Yeah, no, I thought she
9: looked spectacular. I thought that he was, I've I actually thought that it was really sweet that he said, let's buy the kids gifts, but, but I agree with Jerry. I mean, it certainly, it was, and, it was just,
7: it, you're right. It was a sweet move. I'm, I I wouldn't minimize it, but
9: uh, yeah, but it's not, it doesn't necessarily bode well for the romance.
7: Exactly.
2: So they go in, no one's in the restaurant and they go to a table for two and they have lanterns and, um, And then they went and they sent the the lanterns out later. It was really pretty. And they actually had a regular conversation. She told about Ben's dad. They were together from the time she was like 20, 20. They were married from 21 to 23. She's a good example of what a... Like she liked him, they're still friends. Like I it was actually like a real conversation, which you don't see so much on the show. Shocking to me. Yeah. And he goes, You're an example of what a good mom is and what I want. And she was super hot and like blowing things, but like I felt overall like it was a real conversation. Jerry, what did you think?
7: Well, that moment, this the moment that stands out, it was a it was a it was unique because it was a real conversation. Yeah. But you can tell she just wants that kiss. And he, when he does that moment where he like blows on her face and she leans forward and closes her eyes and he just is like leaves her hanging. I was like, Ugh! I kind of oh, cringed a little bit. I felt bad for her. I was just like, dude, come on.
2: I know. Yeah. And in coronavirus, watching somebody blow on the face, I was like, I'd rather kiss you <laughs> than have you blow on my face. Exactly. <laughs> um, what? what Lori, what were you going to say? You had thoughts about the kissing. What were you going to say? You know, I, I mean... I...
9: This is sort of the the part that's really annoying to me about Juan Pablo. It's that <laughs> it, he he has these weird boundaries with some people and not others. He thinks that that you know, kissing or not kissing her is going to be an example to his daughter, her son. Meanwhile, you know, they both shouldn't freaking be watching the show if that, if you're so concerned about it. Yeah. And you know, I think it's more that he's just not into her. I agree. And, yeah. He's and, and the other thing that is so frustrating is that he is making that kissing decision for her, right? Instead of speaking about
2: what he would like to do, he's like, "No, no, I'm doing this for you." Because, yeah, I don't, I don't want you ben know. to know. What's he doing to mommy? Basically, saying, that yeah. because you're not going to win." So yeah, I don't want mommy- and and. Yeah. That, that's exa- exactly right. And, and instead of letting her be sort of the
9: arbiter, he is trying to decide what's best for her family. And that to me is just, it's so annoying. Like if she wants a kiss. If you don't want to kiss her, fine, don't kiss her, but don't say it's about her.
7: That's why, Laurie, you're 100% right, but that's why he's being disingenuous because it isn't about Ben. It isn't about the kids. You no. were right the first time. He's not that into her. He's trying, he he wants to be into her. I do believe that he likes the fact that she is a mom. They're on the same page. I get that, but he's looking for that fire. He's not feeling it. And so he uses the kids as an excuse to sort of make her not feel as bad. Like, look, I'm just trying to be respectful of your child, you know, cause I have a child too. Yeah. And it's the real through line here is towards the end of this episode. It's where using the kids as a meat shield is losing, <laughs> It becomes real transparent at one point. It's like, okay, I'm done. I'm done with the with the kids as an excuse. Yeah, serious. Or everything wrong in your life, or reasons to do or not do something.
2: Yeah. Um. Side note, Jerry, because it wasn't your episode last episode, you get a one minute floor on your thoughts on his date with Charlene in Korea. What did you think of the date with your girlfriend, Charlene?
7: Okay, uh, what do I remember about that? I remember him making her...
2: Sing. F-
7: or sing. Uh, he didn't seem to like it. <laughs> she started no. singing and he's like, okay, that's good, that's good. Yeah. All right, now come kiss me. I was like, oh, all right, well... You
2: texted what- me that you felt like she was trying really hard to like him.
7: I, I, I not only feel that about her, I feel that about almost everybody that he's connecting with. I feel like everybody's forcing it with him. I feel like nobody really feels a strong connection with him. Oh. And and they're not really. I feel like they're forcing it. I okay. feel like they're forcing the connections for the camera.
2: All right. Um so we're back with we're back with Renee and he goes I like spending time with you. And then he pulls out the rose and he goes I'm so happy. And then they had the kids with the lanterns. And they had to make a wish and throw it in the water. And he goes, I want to kiss her. She has a son. It's tonight is not going to happen. Um,
7: I didn't like that. It's not going to happen. I was uh, like, Ugh. Fuck you. Why is it up to you, dude?
2: Yeah. 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 So then they have Vietnam. We're there at a group date. Can you go with the flow? And there's all these bamboo boats that are in circles, which look fun to me. That looks like that would be a date I could do. And... Um, so Claire, as we learn from Kelly, the shady dog owner who's she goes, well, Claire has no friends. It's the one time Claire having no friends is an advantage because she gets to be with Juan Pablo after he tells everybody to buddy up. And then they go off into the reeds and he starts kissing her. And Andy is pissed because she's like, well, it's like we're on a one-on-one date in front of everybody. And um, and I can see how that would be awkward. What did you think of he, him kissing Claire in the woods of the river, uh, Jerry?
7: uh this okay two things a if i'm the dude in this situation the fact that everybody buddies up and that she, and she and nobody buddies up with her i see that as a red flag for claire yeah. i would i would be like why does nobody in the house like this person and i get that she's like well i'm here for him but still you can be personable you know what i mean i feel like she's having better an
2: than, i feel like she's better than nikki who i really don't I think is very nice to well, him, but she's awful to the girls.
7: Well, Nikki in South Korea was bad news.
2: Nikki sucks.
7: She was super negative, but then Andy takes that man- mantle in this one. Yeah, but like, whatever, we'll get there. Yeah. But this is another thing where I think he sends everybody mixed messages. Where he goes, "Oh, it's disrespectful uh, to kiss on camera because our children," but I'm just going to make out with Claire in front of every chance face. I can, every chance I get. In
2: front of I, everyone on a group date. In front of yeah. everyone on a group date. Also, it, it's,
7: it, uh, I'm, how do I say it? it? It seems opportunistic of him. She clearly, she, to me, Claire reeks of desperation and clinginess and neediness. And her energy is so all about him. Yeah. That he's like, I'll capitalize on that. That means I can get some kissy time with this girl who I find attractive. Easy peasy. Like, I don't have he, to feel guilty about this. He
2: clearly has boner fever for her. Like, he wants to do naughty things with her. Like
7: Yeah, but it's also guilt-free. He doesn't, there's no, like, well, yeah. she doesn't have a kid, da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah,
2: yeah. He, you can tell he's super horny for her. Lori. I hate the word horny, but I use it on the show. Lori. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think, well, I think you're right, Arden.
9: Uh, Nikki was, was disliked more than Claire uh, with this cast. I don't. But like I her. think the edit, you know, Claire's edit is is really bad. Um, you know, interestingly, there is there was an author who wrote a book about the Bachelor, who interviewed a bunch of uh, former Bachelor contestants, and the, and she interviewed you know from every season. I think she was
2: on our Patreon. I think we did it on our Patreon. Oh, was it her name, Amy yeah. Kaufman, or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So
9: th- there was an author who who apparently interviewed all of these contestants. And she said that the the nicest and the most charming of the bunch was Claire,
2: apparently. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Very well, I'll tell you who's not nice or charming. Nikki, who got the one-on-one card and she's back at the hotel and she says, Look, I might not get a rose on the group date, but that would just be stupid, because they always do. And I thought, well, oh. if there was ever any question of maybe I was wrong about you, you just sealed the deal. You're like you're hot and you're a Baby nurse, like, why can't you just be a little bit cool? Like, just don't say that out loud. Maybe you can think it. Don't say it out loud. What do you think, Jerry?
7: Yeah, no, her her energy is too intense for me. I She's, uh, there's an aggressiveness to her that I just wouldn't mess with. I just wouldn't. It's yeah. too intense. Yeah.
9: yeah. Yeah. Even though I agree with Jerry and that I don't notice any fashion whatsoever, that headscarf that Nikki was wearing made me wonder whether she was forgetting she was in The Bachelor because she was channeling, like, some weird Harold and Maude vibes or something. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. Do you know oh, what i don't, I'm talking I, don't about? Oh, yes. oh, I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It was, like, yes. a long scarf, like, yes. tied to her head. Yes. Anyway, but that's the only fashion thing I noticed.
2: Um, and then they went on a group date. So They went on their... So they, they're, Andy's getting super pissed and then they go and they there is like a gong and they handed everybody a hat, a straw bowl, and a knife and they have to go get produce and veggies. And Andy's face was literally like poo face in the garden. Like she looked like she just smelled like dog shit. She was so pissed.
7: You can say resting bee face.
2: She had full resting bee face. Full and then, blown. And then so he pulled her aside and she's like, trust me. I feel calm and at ease. And she was like, okay. He said, trust me. So I'm going to trust him. I feel so much better. I'm like.
7: I, that that was so gross. Like, I, hey, like, hey, let's just have a little confab over. That's where it made it seem like this is a game show. Yeah. Like, she's like, hey, I just need to know, like, like you like me though, right? Like, Yeah. I'm, I'm the one, right? Like, tell me, yeah. right? right? Well, she doesn't
2: read books and she puts people in jail for a living.
7: And she loves it.
2: Oh, she loves it. She, she loves I'm it. I'm
7: surprised she didn't ask that family, like, right out the gate, like, hey, where do you keep your human cages?
2: <laughs> where do you
7: keep the prisoners? I'd like to go throw peanuts at them.
2: But I would oh. like, don't make me read. Um yeah. <laughs> So then they go and they, they go and they stumble upon this family, and it's like they're gonna have a meal. It actually looked delicious. And they mm-hmm. kept asking if Claire was gonna try the food. I like how insular she is, of like, she's like, no, like I'm not gonna eat that. It looked like Vietnamese food is so delicious. Lori yeah. thought.
9: Well, I mean, well, first of all, the, you know, with the wearing of the non-lahats, the culpr- cultural appropriation is at a level 10. <laughs> but, uh, outside of that, um, you know, Andy, I didn't like the way he talked to Andy and he said, I, I want you to smile. Uh, I yeah, just felt, he does that so much. Yeah, he does that a lot. Yeah. The other thing that I thought was weird that maybe you all didn't notice, I was wondering, particularly at that lovely meal that you referenced, I was wondering... Why are why did the women take such small bites? Oh, I didn't notice <laughs> I mean, that. Yeah, said like teeny tiny bites. I'm like this is a good food. Take a take a
2: regular sized bite. Lori and I would definitely chow down. My yeah. <laughs> when I back in the day when I lived in Zach Galifianakis's closet, he used to call me Piggy Smalls of the Notorious Pig. <laughs> oh no. I can eat. I can eat. I I love food. I love tacos mostly. Yeah. Yeah, you do. I love tacos. When we did the show together in Nashville, Jerry, I would go with Kevin Farley to taco places and just like, we we would just get like, we just would keep ordering. We would just have like order after order after. When you're trying to keep up with a Farley and you're a young lady. I
7: can't even imagine.
2: And I could keep up. I could keep up.
7: I bet. Have you done? Uh, so, Kevin, our, the other Kevin from Still the King, Kevin yeah. Brennan, writer, also, actor extraordinaire. Who
2: can also shout out?
7: He can crush it. He goes, as he would say, hard to the yard. I just went on a, uh, before this all happened, the lockdown, I went on a LA taco truck crawler.
2: Oh, with I would do that Ooh. with you guys in a heartbeat. Done. Done. Oh, my we God. We can all go. Oh, my God. What was your favorite? He knows favorite all, what was your he knows favorite all the best
7: trucks. Where was the uh, best one? It's, I can't remember the name. It was where, like Angels, or where it was, was in it? front of it was in front of a Vons or something,
2: yeah. was,
4: or a Ralph's. I used to go to one on, on a street.
2: muffler in a muffler parking lot on Western after the muffler store closed, and it was so good.
4: There's, I could go
7: to my Instagram and I. I, I there I could was find two it, trucks
2: that would park in this muffler shop, and you, there was like one that had a long line and one that didn't. You need to go to the one with the long line.
7: You need to do a, another podcast on the Patreon called "Will You Accept This Taco?" Oh,
8: I'll
2: do that with oh, you. Yeah, I would totally do that, Lori. I deck. I designed Lori's house last year, and we when it was like installation, the final installation weekend, Lori and I had tacos all over Oakland, and I mean. I, yeah. It was such a joy. But we would not be eating it one, if there were beans in the taco, we
9: would not be eating it one bean at a time.
2: No. Like, <laughs> no, you know I love a taco. Yeah. Okay. So we're back. So then uh, Molly starts, she hates Claire and she just goes, she starts making fun. She goes, I'm just going to be Claire. Oh, oh I can't eat She just starts doing a Claire impression, which was pretty funny. She was just the girl that was like, she has no part in the show aside from to hate Claire, really. <laughs> She's um, just a hater. And then he goes, hey, can I pull you aside, Claire? And um, and they basically, so they go there at this cocktail party. He pulls Claire aside first. And he takes her up to his room. And he's like, oh, I have a pool. Do you want to go swimming? And then she gets into a bikini at this cocktail party group date and then they're like gone for like two hours soaking wet, grinding in the pool.
7: It seemed so out of place. I was like, what is happening? Where are the other girls?
2: Didn't that happen with Rachel, the bachelorette? Didn't she go like, she went with Peter into a jacuzzi at that. I feel like she boned Peter in a jacuzzi on a date, like a group date. Well, I think the mm. difference is that he took
9: her. You know, there there could be a group date around a hot tub, but he took her back to his room. Essentially,
2: it was so inappropriate.
9: It makes me think there's
7: some, especially considering what happens next. That's there's some, there's some handsy, there's some handsiness happening oh, below the surface of the water super, that he's enjoying.
2: He's super horny for her. He's super attractive, like, and she's are- clearly like. Things. Letting
7: him know that it's okay.
2: Yeah, green lights. There's a green light happening. She's
7: all green light. Like, I want to win this, pal.
2: And I think she's feeling it. I think she's super into him. Like, if she doesn't seem to understand that it's like... In her mind, it's just she's on a date with Juan Pablo. I don't think she fully realizes she's in a competition, except for when she gets crazy laser eyes when other people go on dates. Like, <laughs> aside from that, it's like, yeah, I'm just on a date with... Like, there happen to be other women here, but, like, we're on Do a date. Do you think
7: it's almost because she... you had told me that she wasn't, she'd never seen the bachelor.
2: Lori told me that. Is that true? Yeah. That's what she said. I mean, that sort of feels like, and she might have some glitch in her brain where she's like,
7: well, that's what I'm wondering is I'm wondering if she went on that first date in that first episode and then she got kind of pushed off to the side and she went, Oh, and then like turned it on like hardcore, like, Oh, We're playing a. We're. This is the NFL.
0: Right. Okay. Here we go. Like I'm gonna
7: start throwing elbows. I'm gonna just like find my opening. Like she's dodging and weaving. She wants. She wants to go. She wants the trophy.
2: Well, he goes. This is my suite. You want to swim? Yes. And then she does the leg wrap in the cold pool. But they were like in their bathing suits. But it warmed her up. And she goes, "Ooh, you're melting the ice queen." And then he goes, and he then he takes Rose. Charlene down to the beach. She goes, I feel like I'm another face in the crowd again. And then she goes, I want him to see me as a panda, as a panda in a room full of brown bears. <laughs> it's-
9: Oh, cool. Charlene! Oh, Charlene! I well, know, you know G- that coincides uh, very well with her website, which is all the pretty pandas, oh. uh, where she does her Bachelor recaps on.
2: I'm surprised she's still even talking about the Bachelor ever again. Yeah. Well, you
9: know she's she was this cl- closeted admirer of the Bachelor, like some of us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so she. Uh, She uh, finally was able to go on the show, but she, you know, harbors this love for The Bachelor. So it doesn't surprise me she has a website like that. But, you know, Charlene, with this particular scene, I I wrote down that it felt like at that moment she almost had more lust and physical attraction for him than he did for her. Yes, uh, I, so agree I, with you. I agree and, with you. And She's very confused by it because it seems like she's not, she doesn't think he's that great otherwise. Yes. But she has this this lust for him I agree that with you. almost felt stronger than he
2: had for her. I agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Jerry?
7: Yeah, I, 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 the thing that I took away from it is, it, I guess it's sort of the flip side of what you're saying, which is she's just not finding the mental connection there like, but she likes him. kissing him. Yeah. She's hot for him. He's clearly hot for her, as are Lori and I. And Aaron. Oh, yeah. Charlie. And, and Aaron
2: Foley. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah.
7: Uh, she was like, I want to be a panda in a room full of brown bears. And I'm like, you are me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I actually, as I watched it, I thought, uh, Jerry and Lori and Ari, all Aaron, all see that panda. Everybody's a hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. And then but, he goes, he goes, Tell me what you're thinking. And she says, I can't show you all my I cards. I can't show
7: you all my cards. That I felt like she was a little um childish in this scene.
2: Yeah. I felt
7: like she he goes, Like you're so cute. And she goes, Is that a good thing? And I'm I like, know. Oh geez, come on. Like
2: Yeah. She's getting insecure. It, it, She's getting insecure. Yeah. She, I
7: don't know if it's insecurity or if it's like I'm trying to be funny for the cameras or what. But it it was a little like cringy childish to me. Yeah. Like it's like what eighth graders would do. Like I don't know how to say thank you when somebody compliments me. So I'm going to like – Yeah. Ugh, I don't know.
2: So then um, Andy – so he's making out with Charlene after he's been grinding with Claire in the pool – I, exactly. Like, I can't, but I, God forbid he gives Renee a kiss because his daughter's going to see it. Oh, yeah.
7: That's He's smacking face with everybody but Renee. Yeah. So then, but it's Ben's fault.
9: Yeah. <laughs> so then. And he fucking destroyed his soccer
2: career as well. Yeah. yeah exactly. These
7: children are just ruining all my
2: game. <laughs> so Aww. then Andy sits down on the beach because I was so mad this morning. And then. <laughs> And then she made a, like a shitty face again. He goes, and then they start. And then they. She goes. Then they. Oh, I'm sorry. She goes. I was so mad this morning. And they start making out, and she goes, "Here we are, sucking face again." Sorry, mom. I haven't heard the phrase "sucking face" in so long. <laughs> that, she feels like the kind of woman that would say "sucking face."
7: That's probably how she sees it. Yeah. But I mean, but this is this is the the whole problem. Like this is where I start to go. Everybody's. We get it. Since episode one, we get it. He's sexy. Juan Pablo is sexy. He's the sexy Venezuelan sexy man from sexy town.
4: He (laughs) plays sexy soccer with his sexy (laughs) family,
7: and they eat sexy food. And it's like, I get it. Like, now everybody's just forcing it. And it's like, well, we got nothing to talk about. Let's suck face.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's sort of the show. And then so he gives (laughs) – Is that just the show? Kind of. So then he gives Claire – The rose, and Annie's pissed that she didn't get the rose. And before we talk about what is about to happen, I actually do need to run and use the ladies' room, and I'll be right back because we're about to get to Midnight Swim. I'll be right back.
9: The Eagle has landed.
2: Okay, we're back. Hi everybody! Um oh alright, here we go. for it's 4 a.m. and Claire just doesn't want it to end. She got the rose. It's her bucket list to swim in war the warm ocean. This doesn't feel like a booty call at all. It's just an innocent girl wanting to go swimming at four in the morning in the waves. I want to do it with Juan Pablo. Ding dong. Booty call, four in the morning, let's swim in the ocean. So they run into the ocean and they're running in and it's hot and they're in bikinis. And he goes, Claire, she's on fire. She's wild. And um, he she's like, oh, we got a little wild too. When a man makes you feel safe and takes care of you, I'm going to let go of all of my fears. We just went for it. I don't regret it. It was pure bliss. I don't regret it. And um I feel like a baby giraffe. This is all new to me. I love Vietnam. Um, uh, all right. Laurie, did they bone in the ocean? Jerry, I think they did. Jerry, what do you think? I don't think they did.
7: I definitely think there's some handsiness. You, uh, you
2: don't think there was a little etiquette book of just the tips happening downstairs? Ah!
7: Maybe, but I don't know if you've ever been in the ocean. It's not the most conducive to that type of thing. It's
2: hard. It's hard.
7: That's what she said.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'll be here all night. Uh, No, friction. There's a friction situation. It's this. Sandy, salty water.
7: I don't think you want to.
9: Okay. All right. And it was jellyfish season as well. So, you know, here's the situation. Jerry... You're correct. They, they they did not hook up in there. And I'll give you a little bit of backstory. So Claire, subsequent to this season, over you know many years later, repeatedly has insisted very adamantly that absolutely nothing had happened. And in fact, that production ruined and edited one of the greatest moments of her life. The reason why it was one of the greatest moments of her life was that she had never traveled out of the country. She had never felt warm water. She wanted to feel warm water while the girls were partying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the hotel room. And she was going to go down there. They didn't want to, you know, the girls didn't want to go down. So production said, oh, well, why don't you go knock on Juan Pablo's door? Uh, You know, he's up. Apparently, she then realized he wasn't. uh, And they wanted to sort of create the scene. And, uh, and so they went down in the water, uh, you know, she, uh, the, the water was pretty strong. And so of course they were holding each other and they made out whatever they got out of the water, they sat on the beach. And then however many months later, it turned into this huge shitstorm because it was edited and made to seem like something had happened when absolutely nothing had happened. And she was completely taken aback. Uh, and, uh, Oh, and the reason why it was one of the best moments of her life is that not only had she not visited uh outside of the United States, she had suffered from severe anxiety. And she was at this moment in her life where she wasn't having an anxiety attack and she just wanted to enjoy the water and production sort of took that away from her in the way they edited that.
2: She's crazy. I'm sorry. Mm. I just don't buy – it's like I just need to feel warm water. It's four in the morning and I need to – like, like, if you wanted to go make out with the guy on the ocean, just admit it. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, there's a lot of. Oh, she's crafty. She's crafty.
7: She's definitely crafty, uh, and I, she, her, her demeanor makes me. She's gonna be, if she isn't already, the. Can I talk to the manager? Like she's that.
2: <laughs> <person>. <laughs> Yes, it is. Yes, it is. The manager. Yes, exactly. it is. Can I talk to the manager? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know I- that she, you know, she switches every room she gets at a hotel. Like, I'm sorry. Yes. I, this is, I have a courtyard view and I specifically wanted a city view.
7: Yeah, it's that whole like, well, I'm not, I've paid a lot for this, and I'm not here for the women. I'm here for Juan Pablo. And so I wanted to swim with a jellyfish and feel
2: his wang. Can <laughs> I talk to the manager? Uh, that's a good title for the episode. Can <laughs> I talk to the manager? Uh, just, that really sums up who she is. I think you're right. Anna, do you think she's. She, she has, has that plastered on smile. Anna, and it's just like, Ugh. Anna, do you think yeah. she's. Can I talk to the manager, <laughs> the lady?
6: I mean, yes. I'm sure there's been any words of a hundred managers who've had to interact with her face to
2: face. 100%. Side note, and this will be, because we're airing these, we're sort of stacking these up because we want to get them done before Listen to Your Heart, which I can't wait for. I I was dreading it, and now that coronavirus has hit, I'm so excited for it. Um, but uh, So this will be airing later, but So there's breaking news that uh, Lori sent us that Hannah and Tyler, Tana, who's taking Tana's uh, nickname, Tyler and Hannah are no longer quarantining together. And she went to her parents' house in Alabama. What's the skinny Lori and Anna? Well, they apparently have morphed
9: into Tana. So maybe we should ask Anna because they've turned into you. Tana, what do you know
2: about it?
6: um i don't know a lot but i guess yeah she left i feel like a lot of them have dispersed out of their little quarantine crew
2: which is what you're not but once you pick a quarantine crew you're in a like it's like it's your buddy system that's who you picked at the beginning of the dance also
6: she should not hang out with a bunch of young people and then go hang out with her parents like that's the worst thing to do
2: yeah Number two, uh, speaking of bad quarantine examples, tell us about Pilot Pete and Kelly, the lawyer, Lori. Uh So they were in Chicago,
9: along with Dustin, actually. I know, which is shocking. Uh, who's adorable. Uh, and, you know, he was giving her a piggyback ride. And then they were, I don't know, trying to create competing TikTok videos uh, against, I, that's my assessment, uh, against Tyler and Hannah. Yeah. Uh, again, not observing uh, quarantine. At least Hannah and Tyler tried to ma- make it seem like they cared about uh, COVID-19 somewhat. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> clearly, Peter doesn't give a shit.
2: And so he's holed up with Kelly still in Chicago?
9: Um, well, the, uh, I'm not cl- clear if he still is or whether he was working and then just had a flyover there. Um, but they, were, they definitely spent, uh, you know, a couple days together. Wow. Okay.
2: So here we are. We're back. And uh, so, Jerry, you think they didn't do it. I think, Anna, do you think they did it? I Lori guess, just
7: told us what happened. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but I guess not. But
2: that's according to Claire,
7: which I don't. Fully oh, know. I see. Oh, you think she's lying? I don't
6: know. I what don't do know. Think? I, I think it shouldn't have been. If they didn't, that was not a big deal at all. And if I see the the, the reason I think maybe they did is because they were making such a big deal out of it. But it's like y- you were just floating in the ocean, like. Your your daughter's never seen you. Fl- it was just oh, yeah. And again, like Lori said, your daughter shouldn't be watching this anyway. So. Way, how,
2: if that's if they didn't do it, why is that different than what he did in his private pool earlier in the night? Yeah. Why, like, unless something, unless they went too far, according to him, why is it any different than what he just did in his private plunging pool?
7: Yeah.
9: I feel
2: like I that's think I sure.
7: think
9: that, something.
2: I think it's
7: really different from a narrative standpoint.
9: Exactly.
7: It's only different because she she keeps stealing him and keeps getting one-on-one time with him when all the other women aren't. But he stole it's, her. It's really making He's, her look like a villain.
2: But he stole her at the cocktail party.
9: Yeah. Exactly, I mean, he's constantly just using one excuse after another, mm-hmm. you know he doesn't want his daughter to see, but that but yet he took her away from the the group date to go to the suite like it was her fault, you know it was a mutual decision. Yeah. He's completely gaslighting her. Yeah. He's gaslighting hard.
2: Uh, so we'll get to that because the way – so for now, Claire's just on cloud nine and Nikki has a crazy hair braid and today could be the day to change her life and she hopes it does. And they're going to Marble Mountain and um, and I got to tell you, it's they're going to a cave called hell. You want to see me? If you want to like speed up a panic attack and you want to watch me like like actually lose my shit, bring me on this date. Every date so far, <laughs> i have like, I am so claustrophobic and that I'm like, how do they get out when they rappel down into this cave? I, I, I wouldn't have done it. I wouldn't have made it through. I would have rather bungee jumped. I would have rather done that crazy thing on top of the building, which I didn't want to do in Australia at all. But you're doing, making me go down into the earth, into a cave. How are they going to get out, Jerry? Would you have done this date?
7: No, I would have been terrified. Yeah, great. I, I don't, I didn't like it. I don't. I, first off, I was impressed that she did it. Yes. I was like, wow, that's crazy. Like, yes. Chelsea on the bungee jump, which I would have gladly done. Yes. I would have been nervous, but I would have done it. Me too. But this, too. like, stepping backwards over a cliff. And walking back, like into that. a
2: into a hole, into a cave. into a hole, into a cave. Like, like, I don't can't... trust my hands that much. And you also can't... to hold onto the rope. And you can't see the end. And how are you going to get up? How do you get no. out?
7: Yeah, it. W- I would be sort of uh, petrified. Like I would not be a good Navy SEAL.
2: No, I would not be a
9: good at a lot of things. Me too. But...
2: There's a lot of things that. Lori, would yeah. you have done this date?
9: This is totally my jam. Yeah. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I went, this looks so much fun. But my favorite quote was actually what Nikki said. I think perhaps of the whole episode, I either live, I die, or I poop my pants. I know. <laughs> and <laughs> I,
2: I I yeah, I, I thought it looked super fun. Well, she also had on little Chuck Taylor sneakers, which have zero traction on them. She yeah. had no traction.
7: And and the and the Vietnamese dude. Is offering no reassurance. He's just like, move your foot. Move your foot. Like, get it down.
2: Like, jump. I know. And And "Ah!" and at that point, Juan Pablo was like, okay, I'll go first. Like, he was making Nikki go first. And then he was like, no, I'll go first. And then she was freaking out. He was sort of sweet with her. He kissed her when they were hanging. They made it down into the cave. It was really beautiful. But, like, again – how do you get out of there? I don't understand where the exit is. Once you get out of the crazy hell cave,
9: well, you know <laughs> I, the one thing I I will say, even though I would have loved this date, um, the last thing I would have wanted though halfway down is a kiss. Like what? Like stop, stop fucking kissing me. Uh, <laughs> like why are we kissing halfway down? Uh, you know, do it down there, not not hanging from a rope. Uh, but yeah, I, it looked super fun um not quite sure how i'm sure they just climbed back up yeah i mean it looks like the only option
2: i mean how if you're not a rock climber how do you get out how do you climb up
7: they probably just pull you up
6: yeah
2: that's my
7: guess you probably just clip in and then they just pull you up
2: i I think they they walked out
6: there was like remember they went through that weird (laughs) exhibit of all the like art and then they just walked out of an opening to the light
2: well, we don't oh, know that. There's like that. a pathway don't know. down. I oh, I thought Google that was... will you huh. Google it? Maybe. Will you Google yeah, yeah. the Hell Cave and the... Arden, entrance?
6: they're still
7: there to this day. Oh, my
2: God. <laughs> Rumor has it. And there's a hook. And if you see the hook on your window... um. Okay, so then we have... They have a date. And they're in another cave that looked really beautiful. And they had dinner and he goes, she goes, that was quite the view today, wasn't it? Now, for somebody who sucks so hard with the other women, she gives a great date. He wouldn't know that she sucks. He's She's great with him. Uh, yeah. She says, I didn't get much rest last night. Um, uh, she's She went to nursing school. She's a caregiver. She's proud of her job. They're helping her, too. I mean, like, she's not an asshole around him. Um, she goes, why, kids? There's an innocence. I, I hope... Like, just being around sick kids, even when they're the sickest, they're joyful. And it warms my heart. They have such huge hearts. And uh, and she goes, I've thought a lot about what it would be like to be a stepmom. And I feel like that we would, I have a lot of love to give. And um, and I would be willing to take on the cast. And he goes, I like Nikki the nurse. And I feel like I stuck a finger in a light socket, And I really feel like she's going to win. And that's what I want to say. I think she's the winner. Jerry, thoughts?
7: Well, I wouldn't disagree with you. I, I he I think she has the combo that he's looking for. Yeah. Her her intensity translates, like you said, into a good date where she she actually kind of says some stuff of substance. Yeah. She's a nurse.
2: Yep. A baby she, nurse. A kid she, nurse. A kid you nurse. Know, he
7: he would feel safe with his daughter being with her and she doesn't know. have her
2: own kids yet so like right he's like I could be a stepmom I've thought about it. she actually gave thought to it which is like good
7: yep and she is very like she's, she when they were kissing and it kind of panned back and you could see like her legs and that dress I was like yeah she's kind of hot. She's hot like she's, she's hot she's hot and she's intense and she wants to be there and she seems to be happy and into it. I don't know. I think you might be right. I don't
2: know. I and he says he says this is a potential wife right here. I don't know who would beat her. Like I don't. I because be, I don't think Claire wins because we know that she doesn't win. So right. Um,
7: and Andy just likes. I think he would rather a nurse than somebody who puts people in cages for fun. Yeah,
2: I agree with you. I and I. Renee, he's friend zoning, and although
7: when we do get to the rose ceremony, I think. I think a couple of gems went home this time, but we'll get there.
2: Okay. Okay. So let's take a quick break. I don't know about you, but uh, things are getting so hot in here. I think I got to
4: take a pee break.
0: This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast to live and die in LA. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast.
2: So the women show up in gowns on a boat which at this really pretty restaurant with all these lanterns. I have to say Vietnam looked beautiful and it made me want to go there. But the women showing up and all, like, all of them, like a boat full of like pageant queens
8: <laughs> was
2: amazing. <laughs> and three people were going home tonight, right? Um, mm-hmm. And he goes, uh, uh, and he said beforehand, Nikki is potential wife material. So then Claire gives a toast. To finding love, being love, and making love, and I just wrote down Claire fucking the ocean.
7: <laughs> One thing we didn't—I don't think we—correct me if I'm wrong—that did we touch on when he gave Claire the rose?
2: That was—he already gave it to her. That's it. He gave her the rose. Right? Did
7: we talk about
2: that? We can. We, we we said that the Andy was pissed, but we could talk about it right now. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
7: No, no 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 no. Yeah, I just. Yeah, he just likes her. He likes, he likes her. her, and I don't get it. I don't get it. That's that's what I texted you about when I was watching South Korea. I was like, I'm not liking he's Claire, super... and I'm kind of weirded out that she's going to be the Bachelorette. Well,
2: it's interesting that I'm like, I feel like he's got a lot of really foxy choices, and it's interesting that for whatever reason, Claire erotically rings his bell the most, and I don't know why, but
7: I don't get it. He's
2: the one who he is. Really? Honestly,
7: I think it's her eagerness. He's like, I don't have to work at this. I don't have to say anything. I don't have to pretend. She's just game.
2: But he's really like beyond that. Like, just like I feel like any of them would. Like, I feel like Cat would have been eager. Like, like he he wants Claire. He likes her lips. He said <laughs> he said that. I was like, aren't they inject? Like, okay. Um, not that there's oh, anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. So, that so Andy. Um, he goes, don't be serious. I believe Anna texted me while she was watching this that Andy seems depressed. Is that correct? Anna, did you text me that?
6: Yeah. She seemed really sad. I, I don't know. It well, felt you like know, she she's was not doing well. Oh. Sorry. Sorry, Anna.
9: Um, oh, no, well, you ahead. know, she's actually on a prescription of two milligrams Zola. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> she oh just filled it at the pharmacy.
2: Uh... <laughs> she feels depressed. She feels a little yeah. bummed out. Yeah, well, well, yeah she's this a is tough sad. for her. Um, well, she's not throwing people in. Uh, I, I bet she's used to being the hottest lady in the room.
7: 100%. Yeah. She's used to, she is not used to. The, the My read on it is. She keeps making out with this guy and he keeps giving someone else the rose and someone else the one-on-one time. And she's like, this is weird. Like I'm not getting the reassurance that I normally get, which is her sort of whole narrative during this time is like why she goes to him in the, in the fields when they're tilling the fields. Yeah, she's like, tell me I'm supposed to be here.
2: Yeah. Yes. Side note, Anna just texted us the pictures. There is a staircase to enter. And said, yeah. That actually looks pretty. I could walk in and out of that. I could go I, to hall that way.
6: I think that it, I was reading the staircase is a little tough because it's a little like jaggedy rock. But Oh, like, that's
2: what they came through. They just lowered into it.
6: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they just did the extra lowering to be like dramatic, but it <laughs> feels like it's if you have enough tourists going there, it's like hard to lower everyone in. So there has to be like another... Lori,
2: Lori, whose body did you say that he's into? <laughs> uh, what are you talking about? Was it Claire? Um, Claire? Claire? Uh, yeah, but course, they all sure. have rockin' bods. I feel like I feel like Andy's is rockin'.
6: Uh, can um, I? Well, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah,
2: no, no. Go.
9: You go ahead. I I don't need to talk about um, Claire's
6: body. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna say because uh, I I just remembered uh, Jerry brought up the fields. Um, Cassandra says, "I wish we had stuff like this in America." Oh no. And I was oh, like, yeah. Oh boy, 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 boy. We yeah, do. Yeah, we yeah, just yeah. have migrant workers on them. You don't know <laughs> where <laughs> what is going on <laughs> in this country. It's Seriously. because rich white people would never work in a farm like that. <laughs> yeah. But when she said that, I was like, ooh, she is so 21 and unaware. She's just like an NBA dancer that I was like, Uh... oh, honey, we have fields of vegetables that people work in. (laughs)
2: That's a
6: tough thing. Uh... Yeah, but Anna, I think I,
7: I, like her, wish we could go till them. You can. Um,
6: <laughs> it's not like you can. Wait, you can? Yeah, you can totally. I'm I'm being an idiot. You can. <laughs> if Jerry, if you went down and you're like, guys, this is my new gig. Uh, I'm working down here. We'd all be like, wow, he is so
2: brave. Jerry's an Oxford <laughs> at like Strawberry Field. Uh, so then we have Andy's being serious and she goes, teach me a little Spanish. Give me a little kiss. So then they, go, they do that. And then um, he goes, I won't kiss Renee. I treat you different. I don't want Ben to be pissed at you at all. But then she's like, mm, And then they do kiss. Jerry, you have the floor.
7: It was a good moment. I liked the moment. She loved the moment. And it speaks to what Laurie was saying earlier. It, you know, she was like, look. Ben no, he's eight. He knows – I told – we talked about it. Like, I'm a grown-up. Stop treating my son like a meat shield. Like, stop blaming my son. <laughs> if you don't want to kiss me, don't kiss – and then he just does it. Yeah. And I was like, yes, girl. That's how you get it. Meat shield. And it just seemed like not the best. She was happy it happened, but it, it was, didn't seem great Yeah, to no, me. no. I mean – yeah. It was no Charlene kiss.
2: But yeah. but, they, but they don't kiss right. She and Charlene kiss like guppies.
7: Yeah. Charlene kisses like she's in an Oscar movie. Or, you know what I mean? I like, think, and
2: I know you guys love Charlene. I know she's, I don't know. Like, she's like, kisses like a baby bird is getting fed.
7: Yes. Yes. <laughs> she kisses like she's oh. eating. She's been starving oh. in the desert. Oh. And somebody has like offered her uh, oh. like a kiwi.
2: Oh. Uh. Uh. (laughs) It's like a a guppy. It's like a guppy. Uh. Uh. And And now with Renee though,
9: if I can just say, like he had the weirdest timing where she just basically, you know, called him on his baloney and said, you know, I, I need to make this decision. But then he Lurched towards her like he was Dracula and wanted to like like suck her blood or something.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <Completely> <laughs> out of the blue, he's an odd duck yeah I beg us because she was like, all right, I'm not into it. like, fuck you. And like like he was like, oh, you're gonna stand up to me. I like a feisty woman.
9: <laughs> but it was almost like he felt obligated. It was like there was no feeling like he was, mm. you know the the Dracula and he just <laughs> wanted to
2: get her blood. get, get it, it done. done. get it done. yeah,
9: get it done. it was. it was get it
7: done. It was like, fine, let's do it. go.
2: get it done. So then he goes, maybe I made a mistake the other night. Was it fair with Claire in the ocean? I want to pull up out Claire. Claire, it was a little weird for me. It's not fair. There's 10 other people. It wasn't right. What happened happened already. But... uh, what? what a, she goes, well, I was thinking, what would I do? if It was just me and you. He's like, but that's... I'm just trying to be as fair as possible. It's not about how fair for you. I have a daughter, and that's not nice. That's not nice. She goes, uh, look, listen, that wasn't my intention to disrespect your daughter. I feel stupid and embarrassed. No, it's not okay, and, and you would have been upset you know i didn't want to say oh claire's all excited about this she goes but i'm blindsided we had this mutual feeling in this ocean you were on board with everything and then she was so ashamed and he goes she goes i didn't mean to disrespect his daughter and then um i just and then she goes i feel like you want to take my rose back and he goes why don't you she goes why didn't you say no and he goes, I didn't want to take the emotion away from you. I and mean, she goes, if he didn't think it was right, he shouldn't have done it. And then she starts weeping, and then she comes back, and she goes, my allergies are awful. He was totally down to go It was horny for her. And then he was like, oh, I guess I shouldn't have done that. I'm going to blame Claire and say, I didn't want to do it, but I didn't want to hurt your feelings. Yeah. Jerry. 100%. 100%.
7: She outplayed him in this moment. Yeah. He was going to pump the brakes on her and be like, hey, just so you know, you know, he was kind of trying to be like, look, you're getting a little, eh, but I, you know, hey, I'm going to use everybody else around me as a meat shield. Like, just so I'm trying to be fair. So don't get all, don't get too clingy. Don't fall in love too quick. I'm trying to be the good guy. And she's like, well, yeah, but, and she makes the good point where it's like, in my mind. There, there isn't anybody else. I'm playing it like it's just me and you. And if I feel like being with you, I'm going to be with you because ostensibly we're trying to find our mate forever, our forever person. And then he's like, yes, but that is not the situation. And then he goes like this. He goes, but that is not this situation. Um, for example, I have a daughter. Oh. And I went, oh. no! No! enough enough Juan Pablo you cannot
9: say that one more time Yeah. 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 no more no more Juan Pablo so I I completely am with you Jerry I mean (laughs) I'm so over this excuse over it I'm completely over it you know first of all he's telling her to stop crying and look at me look at me
7: no he used it and he used it like a like a like a punishment, like yeah. a swat on the hand. Like, yeah. I have a daughter. Like, g- get a hold of yourself. I have a
2: daughter. Yeah, he was
9: really shaming. Yeah, he was slut-shaming. He, you know, he could have... She's absolutely right. He could have not come out. Um, She has, you know, since said she doesn't even have a daughter and she wouldn't do that, you know? She was shocked that he all of a sudden was acting so weird over a non event in the ocean. There's nothing yep. to be ashamed of. Like, so what? They're kissing. Why is she watching the show? He Why humiliated is he even putting it up? Yeah. yeah. He humiliated her. He made it about Claire. And, you know, I, I'm just completely over it. And in fact, this is start- when, you know, America at this time, two weeks ago, you have to recall, in twenty fourteen, he made the the homophobic comments. Um. And then, <laughs> and it's slowly building where he's gaslighting and slut-shaming and making it about the other women and using uh, his daughter as a crutch. So he's slowly digging his grave. So this his- is
2: slowly when people when this is slowly when people are starting to turn on Juan Pablo.
9: Yeah.
7: Okay. Yeah. It happened so quick for me. Yeah. It like it, he when he went, for example, I have a daughter. Oh. I went, "Oh, <laughs> no." You are off. Like you're awful. You're, yeah. you're being. Stop using your daughter as an excuse to be mean yeah. or to be insensitive or I don't even know. Like it was just it 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 it, it was his tactic to shut her down. Yeah. yeah. And she did. She didn't play it. She was like, no. I'm. And then she. Granted, she gets a little hysterical in a way that's like, uh, you're jeopardizing your time here, but. I think she was kind of right to do it. Like you, you were on board. I, she like, when she was like, I want to go swim in the ocean. He was like, let me get my trunks. I'm going. (laughs) Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. I agree with you. He, he, at her point of, well, then why didn't, then you just not come. Like, I don't get it. Like, and he was like, uh, my daughter, Camila, she ruined my soccer career. I shouldn't have. fucked." (laughs) Yeah. So then He's out. She's crying. The pictures are out. And the frames that Katie mentioned earlier in the season, they're out like old school, which they don't do anymore. He's staring at them on a Pier 1 on a Pier one uh, dresser. And he cuts Allie, who looks like Andy, Molly, the dog lover who hated Claire, and adorable Danielle who never said one word. And he starts crying over them. And then we see Ally getting spanked on a water buffalo by its tail in the trailer. Jerry, you have the floor.
7: I think Allie is the better Andy. Yep, I oh. was like, why is Andy, who is just sort of um, not conniving, but she's
2: she's sexier though. She's sexier.
7: I I don't think so. I think Allie's sexier personally. Allie was adorable. Like, she was adorable. I, I think he he did the wrong thing. I think Andy is is sort of. I don't know. She's got a hostility. The whole, like, I, I jail people. I don't know. Maybe there wasn't much to Allie. Like, we don't get much time with her. She didn't have any confidence. But went, I don't know. I, I I liked her. I was I like, she, I, I, I find did. her more attractive. I, she, she felt like a real person. More, she felt like. She seems
2: real. Yeah, I liked her too. I thought she was.
7: I would have kept her around. And Danielle. It's
2: a smoke oh, show. Man. Danielle is a smoke show who didn't say one word. Yeah. yeah,
7: but she's just no drama, so they, you know, get rid of her, and it's just like, what a bummer! You're getting rid of gems. The dog lover, fine, beat it, beat it. What do
9: you think, Lori? Yeah, I mean, I I agree. In the subsequent interviews, they said, "Yeah, we just didn't create any drama." So he didn't. He apparently didn't want to have a, a, any part of us. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's that. It was weird that he was so emotional. Um, I, I didn't quite understand that because I didn't we buy never it. saw. I didn't buy it connection. either. My so friends believe that there was a lot more to their interactions that they actually showed.
2: My, but that was bizarre. My friend's ex husband used to cry a lot, and she said that that's like the move of a bully. That bullies cry, like ah. so. Then you have to go deal with them. Like it's a manipulation Ooh. tool. I didn't know that. I've never dated a guy that cries a lot, but apparently. Well, like, Peter
7: this season cap yeah. captain tears of pants.
2: Did he cry a lot? Yeah, no, he was
7: always crying. Ah, yeah.
2: I know that he loved the criers, but yeah, apparently yeah. it's like that like sometimes it's a manipulative. it can be guys that cry a lot or people that cry a lot. Like it's good to cry sometimes, obviously. You're human beings, but like people who can turn it on, it can be like a bully move because then like you're almost like defenseless against them. Yeah. Um,
7: That's how it seems to me. It seems like I'm doing something bad, but I have to show everyone how broken up I am over yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Like it's just an act. It feels fake. It. I don't buy it. He has no attachment to them. It's. It's. It's a manipulation. It's, it's to further ingratiate himself to the women that are staying.
2: Um, Katie, what did you think of this episode? I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good. I mean.
8: It's been interesting to watch just how different it is. I really like um, – I really like Renee. I think she's just so normal and cool. Um, I liked the cave. I would go in there. I think that would be cool. But, yeah, I thought it was a fun episode. It seemed like it was a fun – they were fun dates, you know? What did you think about Claire and the ocean? And- oh, yeah, I think – I guess maybe they didn't have – I don't know. I was remembering back to when I first watched it and I was trying to think, did they have sex? And like, did I think they had sex then? And I kind of think they did. I think maybe they didn't like fully have sex, but like something happened because he got so weird about it. Like, I kind of agree with you. Where like, why else would he act like that if something didn't happen?
2: Mm. Anna, what did you think of this episode and what did you think of the water and how are you feeling and would you have gone in the cave?
6: Um, I probably would have gone in the cave. Uh, I wouldn't have liked the whole like weird hell motif once I got in there. It was kind of creepy. I would love to get an interview of Camila today and be like, did you ever watch this? Did you give a fuck what your dad did? And she'd probably be like, no, I was like Three and I don't care it didn't compute to me that that was my dad in the ocean probably and that Juan Pablo is an asshole
7: she, Camille would have been like, oh, I remember everything. I remember ruining his career when I came out of the womb.
6: There's no way she was computing any of that information. Like, oh, yes. So my father Every was this kiss was a show. dagger to
2: my heart. <laughs> oh. She was uh, devastated. Now, Jerry, don't click on the off button when we're done here. But where can people find you?
7: I'm at Jerry Trainer on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs>
2: um, I'm at Arden Marine, A-R-D-E-N-M-Y-R-I-N on Instagram. I'm also on Twitter, but Instagram is my fave. Please follow me. I've been losing so many followers because all the teenagers from, In- uh, from Insatiable are mad that there's no more photos of Michael Provost going up. Um, I also <laughs> have a book coming out called Little Miss Little Compton. Uh, and if you take a screen grab of your pre-sale and, you email it to us at rosepodcast at gmail.com. There's going to be all sorts of giveaways coming up and even more fun ones when I can go to the post office. Um, <laughs> wait, I mean, before we get to the end, let's go to some emails. You can like us on iTunes. You can subscribe to us on iTunes or like us on Facebook. Uh, leave a review. We really... It, it actually... Really helps us if, you know, the more, the more people subscribe to leave reviews, it's very much appreciated. Here's a review, a new review, five stars, my favorite podcast from Haley H. Grant. Well, thank you, Haley. This is such a fun Bachelor recap podcast with great takes on the show. I started listening during Hannah B. season after I heard Arden on Dumb People Town. Oh, I love those Sklar brothers. Um, I have listened back to Colton season to see what Arden and the gang made of Hannah then. Love it. Give it a listen. Bring some laughter during this time of quarantine. Also, my baby loves to babble back to this podcast when I listen in the car. Keep doing the Lord's work. I got to tell you, the sheer thought of a baby talking back to this is so great that we would have... I have friends who were French who moved to the U.S. and they learned how to speak English by watching... um by watching South Park, and he would talk like Mr. Han, and we'd go, okay. Mm, hey. So the sheer fact that any baby would know any of this insanity is spectacular to me. Um, you can also email us at rosepodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys. And I really appreciate, again, I have know I've met, I appreciate all of you new Patreon listeners. I appreciate all the people that are sending in the receipts of the book, Little Miss Little Compton. I I really, really appreciate it. Um, let's see. Here's an email. This is from a Miss Emily, Emily T. Um, her subject line is, thank you for doing the Lord's work. Hi, Arden and all. I've been a fan of you guys since the beginning and started watching The Bachelor because I loved the pod. It was so funny. Oh, I like that she watched The Bachelor because after she listened to the pod. That's awesome anyway right now I cannot handle my regular daily pot news podcast so I've been going on walks and listening to old podcasts like jojo old episodes of your show and I'm enjoying it so very much thank you for being a beacon of light during these trying times I also finally bit the bullet and have subscribed to patreon so I have months of really accept this rose to listen before I start panicking love you guys so much Emily Emily thank you so much and I'm so excited for you I know we talk about it each episode but Truly, first of all, the Australian Bachelor is so good, like the whole franchise, but like the people we have, the podcasts are so funny. Brian Soffy, who does Bachelor in Paradise with us, is so funny. And then MK and Lisa did the most recent season with us of The Bachelor Australia, and we've heard them both on here. They're so hilarious. Uh, Brendan Smith is a regular contributor on our podcast now, but he and Bill Kunstler, who's also hilarious. And he was also on the season. They did a bunch of seasons with us. Like our guests are so funny. And so I think it's a fun combo of great seasons of viewing coupled with really, really fun people. So I hope you enjoy it. And thank you for joining. Okay. Uh, Lori, thank you so much. How has it been for you rewatching the season? Well, you know, I
9: I've been actually really enamored by the location, so that's been a real joy. Yeah. Um, I am appreciating that I'm starting to garner a bit of um hatred towards Juan Pablo because I feel like I need to direct it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm feeling good about that. Yep. And, uh, and yeah, I, uh,
2: I look forward to the rest of the season and, and chatting with you all more. Well, it's been fun since we are all locked up to see like world travels. I'm like, look at that. That seems fun. Oh yeah.
7: Um, Human contact. And it feels like it's a hundred years ago. Oh my yeah. God.
2: It feels so, and I happen to be, I'm not even exaggerating. This truly is the highlight of my week. So I there, thank you guys. There was one point hey. in the episode where I think it was Renee
8: got something on her face and he was like, oh, let me get that for, and he like blows on her face.
2: Yeah, and that. I was just like, oh my God, you can't do that. What are you doing? No, you can't do that. My yeah. heart like stops. If you, if you guys are Jones and for more, if you guys are like, I'm going crazy. I'm so scared right now. If you haven't joined our Patreon, we have about – 90 episodes of there. Like, if you just need a dumb, fun distraction, we're currently putting up new episodes almost every week of Love is Blind. It's me and Anna and the wonderful Brendan Smith, who's normally paired up with Jerry, and then Brendan's hilarious lady, Julia Wallov. But then um, if you do the Captain Bone Zone level, you can watch um, – we have three or four – we have four amazing Bachelor Australia seasons that um, – are such a joy and they're such an escape. There's uh, two bachelors, one bachelorette and two bachelor in paradise seasons that are all on there. They're fun viewing. And I have to say the actual podcasts are really fun. Anna, do you have anything you want to say about that?
6: Yeah. I mean, we're, we're now talking about love is blind, which is fun. And, uh, yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. If we, we have fun. It's, it's really no fun. holds barred over there at the, <laughs>
2: Patreon. At the Patreon. um, <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, will you join us next week, Jerry and Lori? Yeah. Great. We got who sure. Who do you think is going to win, Jerry? I say Nikki the nurse.
7: Well, we know it's not Claire, and I, I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna lie. I think you might be right. I think it's Nikki because I just think she she fits the bill. Like if you were gonna cast the winner, Nikki.
2: I feel As like Claire is number she, two. I feel like Claire is number two. And I feel like Andy probably gets boned in the fantasy suite.
7: Wow. You don't think Charlene makes it to fantasy suites? I
2: feel like Charlene might like rocket herself out before then. How so? Um, You, you didn't see the preview of her crying?
7: Oh, no. I don't. I stop it before that. Okay, great. But man- I would do everything in my power to make sure she made it. Yeah, fantasy I know.
2: Street. I don't think she, I don't see her. I don't see her going to fantasy suite and being willing to give it up.
7: Interesting. She's classier than that. Yeah. I need a trashy broad.
2: Yeah. Um, all right. right. Don't.
7: I need a Victoria.
2: Don't click off. Uh, Katie, Anna, Lori, Jerry, what a joy. We appreciate all your listeners. Stay safe out there. Lori, do you have anything you want to say? I want to say
9: stay home, save lives, put a cloth covering over your face if you go out and none of these socially distancing cocktail parties, uh, block parties, group workouts, just hang out with the people who live in your household or by yourself and we'll get through it together.
2: That sounds great. All right, you guys. See you next week.
4: accept this role will
0: oh, you accept this role
2: This Rose is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
0: Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in LA, and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I used to
5: have so many men.